This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, cat lovers. This is Rita Reimers with 19 Cats and Counting. We have an extra special guest, a lady that I've long admired, Renee, who runs Cat House on the Kings. And I will take a little break and we'll come back and talk to her all about how she started this wonderful venture. We'll be right back. Do you want a cat litter that absorbs odor-causing wetness like a parched desert cactus? Well, Arvin Hammer's got a litter for you. New Absorbex with dry desert minerals. Wetness disappears like a Texas raindrop on a hot tin roof. Odor? Adios. It's lightweight, lightning-fast, odor-absorbing, desert-dry cat litter. Get $4 off now at armandhammer.com slash bounty. New Absorbex from Arm & Hammer. More power to you. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. And we're back from our little break, and I, I'm so excited to talk to Lene. I don't even know where to start. How did you start Cat House on the Kings? You've been around such a long time. I've been doing this for 28 plus wow. years. When people ask me, I say it was a gross error in judgment. Mm-hmm. I started out fostering kittens, and now I'm on 38,000. So it wasn't like I planned it. It wasn't right. like I said, hey, I think I'll have 700 cats. What a great idea. <laughs> there, was just, there was always room for one more and always one more in need. And uh, we just kept growing and going. We went from six acres to 12 acres and from me by myself to 45 employees. So it's just been a labor of love, and we have very, very dedicated people that work. It's really a labor of love, isn't it? It has to be. It has to be. To give up your home, to give up your life, to give up your money, to give up everything about what you were to save animals. That, you know, that or I'm eccentric slash masochistic. I know. I, I have 19. I can't imagine what it's like to take care of 700 cats and 300 kittens. I was watching a video on your website of what a typical day is like and how much food you go through. Tell us about that. The food, we get some donated, but mostly we purchase. Mm-hmm. And we're we're going to go through 1,500 pounds of dry food a week and 1,100 cans of wet cat food, 900 pounds of litter. And that doesn't count the supplies that we need to run the place. But it is a very expensive, just with the food, water, and I mean, the litter. And then that doesn't count the veterinary costs, which are high. Uh, the spay eaters, which we do a lot of. We now have a vet tech, and we have the equipment where we can do our own in-house testing. And eventually, we hope to have our own spay And you vet every single cat that crosses your doorstep, which that's pretty expensive. We also do space and neuters for the public, which we have done for probably 15 or more years. Right now we're doing them for $20, but we've spent well over 500000 on space and neuter for the public. Wow. That is something that is so needed. I, I live in a very small town outside Charlotte, North Carolina, where, you know, they really didn't believe in spay and neuter because it was country and country folks. But now 
people are really starting to understand the importance of spay and neuter. My mom runs the local humane society here and she does spay neuter runs for dogs and cats. So important to get them spayed and neutered because there's so many that need homes. That's how I ended up with 19 and how you ended up with as many as you have. How do you, you, you can't say no. You're like me. I mean, I can't say no. It's hard to say no. I have to say no. Because now you do. Well, Fresno is the highest kill rate in the United States, and the county shelter doesn't take them. So all the little towns around here do not take cats. There's 200,000 on the streets. Wow. She can't take in 200,000. That's why we do a lot of TNR trap return. Basically, if I can't take it up, I'll fix it. And then <laughs> show them how to find a home. We have to send ours from San Diego to Canada. That is how bad it gets here in the central San Joaquin Valley. It's an area between... The San Joaquin Valley is quite long. Pittsburghfield and Sacramento are all kill shows. So it's it's very sad at this point. And work so hard, we think we finally accomplished something that's a issue. And the next year it comes around and you're yeah, especially in an area like California, kitten season never really ends because you don't get the cold snap like you do up north. So it's it's never ending battle with kittens. So you're probably like me um, in that I think education to people about spaying and neutering and the number of homeless pets that are out there is really so necessary. Yeah, if people would just clean up their own block. Like right. I, I get a call that says, my neighbor moved and left the cats and now there's 20 in my yard. Okay, oh. well, let me help you fix those 20 because mm-hmm. in three months, you're going to have 60 and then right. nobody's going to be able to help you. So those were three calls a day that were, I did that. You know, wow. it's the best I can do. And sometimes I get quite angry. I get hammered, mm-hmm. I get frustrated. Sure. And I can easily lose my cool. Oh, I'm not cool ever. So I can understand that. I worked with a rescue in when I lived in Los Angeles. I did every weekend the adoption events. And it can get frustrating. You know, you get a couple of them adopted and then ten more come in and it's like a never ending it's never ending. It's just never yeah. ending. Yeah. But what I was so impressed about looking at the videos and looking at your website, how clean everything is. You have some wonderful, hardworking volunteers as no. well. No, they're not volunteers. Oh. They're paid employees. Awesome. When you have this many animals and this much acreage, you cannot rely on a volunteer because they're going to show up when they feel like it. That's true. We have uh, very dedicated people. Some of them have been here well more well over 10 years and the housekeeping staff knows I've given them an ultimatum or a date, mandate. If it smells like pee, it's pee. If it smells like urine, it's urine. I mean, if it smells like feces, it's feces. It smells like nothing, it's nothing. And it better smell like nothing. Right. That's their order. And that's why if I go in and I smell urine, you didn't do something right. Well, yeah, it's so important, especially with that many to stay on top of it. I know sometimes with my own, it can feel a little overwhelming, you know, because it's just me here. I had this dream of opening a senior sanctuary for cats, but I don't know if I could do it. I I just don't know if I could ever say goodbye to any of them when people would adopt them. I'm sure you must sometimes get an attachment and have a hard time saying goodbye. We have a senior home, but it has over 100 cats in it. And those are wow. And they have a huge yard and one house, two cottages. They have fruit trees, grass, a view of the river. I mean, that's the way to retire. We do very few senior adoptions. We mm-hmm. do very few. And you ask, is it difficult to say goodbye? No, it is not. Because 
a home of its own is better than a home with 700 others. That's uh, true. And I only have two cats, so you can't call me a hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand that. You know, people sometimes call me that, although I'm not. My veterinarian was very impressed coming in because he didn't smell anything. I have a home vet come, and he said, I really expected to smell something, but I don't <laughs> smell anything. So I was really happy about that. <laughs> that was an A1 recommendation. So this is something, have you planned for, are you planning to stop anytime soon or retire? Or is this just an ongoing venture that uh, will outlive I, us? I have people to take over. And there is a house on the other side of the road that, that I'm hoping will be for sale soon, mm -hmm. which I can do. And then I can just spy on the people, you know, look down and say, aha, you can do this, you can do that, without right. actually living here. And that's my goal. And I, hopefully within the next year or so, I'm 71 and a half. <laughs> I got to get that half in there. Yeah, I got to get that. <laughs> Hopefully you get you appreciate those half years. I get it. No, I know I, I turned 60 next year, so I get it. I, I wear those years happily. I've earned every wrinkle and gray hair I have. <laughs> That's what I tell people. I, I've earned every one of them. Well, you so, don't look 71 and a half. Um, I, and I'm sure this keeps you young too because it must keep you very active and very busy. I think what causes aging is what I tell everybody is children and husbands and I don't have either so those are the ones that are going to cause you stress and worry and anxiety you know when you mm -hmm. have kids you worry about them that'll give you gray hair so since I don't have any of those I think that that probably helps with the hair color right I don't have kids or husband either. <laughs> I had one ages ago but I've been oh, yeah. divorced for like 30 years I think I've been divorced now it's a long time <laughs> yeah I think I've been divorced 40 <laughs> And I, I tell people I've dated every anal orifice in the tri-state area. I said, I quit. I'd rather have 700 cats. Right. That would be really, um, that would be a tough for someone to enter the picture. Oh, that, exactly. would help, that would be really tough for them to find their way. Yeah. <laughs> well, me... Anybody that would want to come into this, it, it would be suspect, you know? Yeah, right. Why well, are you? Exactly. I get that. And, you know, I don't even date anymore. I dated for a little while back when I only had 10 cats, you know, and I'd always get the feeling that sooner or later, I was going to have to make a choice. And the choice is not the man, it's the cats. So I just don't even, you know, I have great friends. I have great support system. I moved back to the Carolinas to be near my family. And the fact that my mom is involved in rescue really helps her understand why I have 19 cats. They have seven dogs, my parents. So I get my dog fix going over there. I understand you do some dog rescuing as well as cats. Yeah, right now we only have three dogs on the property. One is mine because I love Rottweilers. And I'm oh. always, I'm, and she's, I call her my Rottweiler wannabe. And then I have one called Toto that looks like Toto that was up for adoption for 10 years and you can tell that obviously no one wanted her for a reason, and it's her attitude. Uh, so she's here, by, <laughs> she's here by default. Right. And then the other one, we're babysitting for an employee who can't keep it at home. Right. And we get uh, where we live, there's always dumped animals. And we usually get uh, the dogs that way. Somebody finds a litter on the side of the road, and that's how we get the dogs. We'll get, I think we've done like 3,000 dogs. Wow. But 38,000 cats. So you, I tell the animals, it's the cat house, not the dog house. So you better mind <laughs> and cues. 
You sometimes feel like there's a, well, there is a sign outside your house, but my mom, she'll, um, people will pull up in her driveway and want to give her their animals. And she's yeah. like, I can't take any more. I have seven. I can't. Most of hers have come either because they had a bad problem, you know, medical issues. So she took them on or people dumped them on her road because she lives in a, a country like setting too. Let me take a little pause and then I want to come back and talk about how people can help find homes for your kitties and help support Cat House on the Kings. We'll be right back after this message from a sponsor. Looking for a dental treat that does more for your dog? Daily Dose is a two-in-one chew that pairs a daily dental scrub with powerful supplements to help with the biggest health concerns facing our dogs. Daily Dose was developed by vets to be simple to use and super effective. Plus, dogs love the taste. Available for joint, skin, heart health, or calming. Daily Dose, your pet's daily dose of awesome. Visit yourpetsdailydose.com to save $3 on your first bag with promo code PETLIFE. That's yourpetsdailydose.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We're back with Lene at Cat House on the Kings. Wonderful lady I admire so much. Makes my 19 cats look like nothing. So how can people help you and help your organization to support all of these wonderful kitties? We have a very good, excellent, fantastic, wonderful Facebook. If they would just join us on Facebook, that helps so much. When we run out of kitten food or we, we need a certain item, we put that on Facebook. And within two days, it starts arriving from all over. Oh, that's and awesome. The benefit of that is just unbelievable. Any kind of uh, support or passing the word mm-hmm. uh, and having others join us, checking our website. I have a lot of videos on YouTube, so if they want to see what we do, there's probably 10 videos on YouTube that just put in Cat House on the Kings. And we like Cat, Cat House on the Kings on Facebook. I'm, I've never done Facebook. They won't let me. <laughs> but it's is called that, at Cat House on the Kings, right? I'm, I'm, is that, yeah, okay, because yeah, I, I'm I, they're afraid I'll ruin it, so they have banned me from doing this. <laughs> well, you can't they, do everything, um, yeah. and that's why you've got such wonderful people working for you. And the Facebook person is unbelievable. I will def- I think I'm already a member, but I will double check and make sure I am. So you heard everybody, if you would join Cat House on the Kings on Facebook, that's a place where you can see what's going on at Cat House on the Kings, if they need any supplies. Do you have a wish, an ongoing wish list? I know some people have that. We have a, a wish list, and we have uh, our website. Usually, like we're selling masks right now that have the cat face on them, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, that helps us also. We have a lot of information on our website. I've been and on your website. website. It's phenomenal. So, on the website, the wish list on the website, and then I think they also put it on Facebook. But there is a wish list of whatever we're running out of. Like right now, we're low on canned kitten, and so they'll put that out, and then people will help fill in the canned kitten. With 300 kittens, they go through a lot of kitten food. 
Sure, yeah. Cats have to eat a lot more than uh, adult cats do several times a day. So I can imagine that's what you run out of the quickest. What what else do you seem to be always in need of besides kitten food and regular food? In supplies, we use, well, besides litter, hello, Mm -hmm. we use a lot of paper towels, a lot of bleach, a lot of cleaning supplies. The same thing that that you would use to clean a home uh, that we use it here. And we, with the COVID, there's a lot, a lot of, it's harder to get some of those supplies that, that we used to buy. By oh, the I bet. We now have to individually purchase a bag of uh, paper towels. Sure. And it costs a lot more than buying in bulk when you do it that way. And that's good. It's good you're saying that because a lot of people, of course, they think, you know, rescue needs food, but there's so much more to it, especially, you know, keeping that level of cleanliness that you have. And uh, how can people uh, adopt some of your cats and kittens? Will they again go to your website? We have them on our website and we have them on Pet Finder. And if you see them, we also have an adoption site inside Petco. We're an adoption partner, Petco partner. So it's a 1,500 square foot adoption center inside Petco in Fresno. And we do a lot more adoptions out there actually than we do here. And then we have... 150 kittens in foster care. Wow. We have kittens at Petco. We have the 300 kittens out here. And you can either just fill out the forms and then they'll get back with you with uh, your approval. And then they'll tell you where that kitten is. Well, you hear that, Fresno? Go to that Petco in Fresno and adopt a kitten or cat or perhaps become a foster. Are you in need of foster homes? Always. Always. Now, we just sent 50 kittens to Southern California. Mm-hmm. Uh, to two rescues in Orange County. What we do, which is unique, and I don't know if anybody else does this, is we trade with approved nonprofit adoption centers for every one cat they bring us. It's unadoptable. They have to take five adults and 25 kittens. Nice. So we are I, we're basically the Costco kitties here. They bring us a cat that they can't adopt. And they only have mm-hmm. foster. They don't have a shelter. So we take that. We give it a great home. And then our kittens get to go live in uh, San Juan Papastrano, for instance. That's a good trade because, like you said, the the unadoptable cat gets a home. And people are always looking to adopt kittens. They they usually adopt a lot quicker than an adult cat. I think we've done well over 500 already this year. 500 sent out. So That's amazing. take in over 1,500 a year. We take Mm -hmm. in. Let's say you're a private party that has a cat and you're moving this and leaving the state. You want us to take it. We charge you to take it. But mm-hmm. if we have the mother cat and the litter of kittens found in the alley, we don't charge. We take those. We just got a kitten that was down in, a, in the gutter with a broken pelvis in the lake. Mm-hmm. The leg has to be amputated, you know, all of this. We take those, no charge. Each mm-hmm. one of those is going to cost us thousands. Right. But if you want to us to take your cat, you're going to pay us to take care of for the rest of its life. Of course. And that makes sense. You know, um, when I used to volunteer with Save a Life Rescue in Los Angeles, people didn't understand, why do I have to pay you to take my cat? Well, there's so many expenses involved. People just don't realize. They think that the government pays us. Right. That somebody's going to pay us. And they get pretty angry when you say, no, we're not animal control. If you want someone to take all these cats that you irresponsibly let breed, Mm-hmm. then you're going to end up, they're probably going to end up being euthanized. Sure. And that's not right. It's not the cat's fault. No, but it's not. They pay the price. 
it breaks my heart. I mean, I'm I'm looking at my <laughs> my Simon kitten right now. He's a cat. I still call him kitten. And you know, to think I got him from the shelter. And if nobody had taken him, he probably would have ended up being euthanized. I have quite a few like that. And I would love to see a day come when no cat or dog gets euthanized and there's homes for everyone, but that's going to take spay and neuter to accomplish. What else would you like people to know about Cat House on the Kings? Well, it's a 12-acre, no-cage, no-kill sanctuary. We have an FIV ward. We have a leukemia ward. We've been taking in some hybrids that have been in cages for their whole lives. Oh. Reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the senior house. We have two kit buildings. We have a, two ICUs. We have a hospital. And the main shelter is 4,200 square foot, five-bedroom home that used to be mine. Uh, and that is now, that's why we call it the cat house, because they took over my home, and now it's the cat house. Where do they let you sleep, Lene? I moved. I, oh. live, in a, I live in a trailer. <laughs> that's why I want the house on the hill eventually. I want a real home now. I've, I've been living in a box long enough. Now that's the only way you can sleep is to not be there, because I know my 19, sometimes I have a hard time sleeping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they have an issue and run over your face, yeah, in the middle of the sure. night, you feel it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I love it when they do, but if I had 700, I probably would be sleeping elsewhere, too. <laughs> well, when I lived there, my last few months, I had, I have scars on my face from them running across. Oh. I had a little area, like a three-by-three-foot area. I didn't get sleep, I, you know, obviously, because you're, you're hearing noises and stuff. And right, then right. At, at the very end, I put a walkway to keep them off my bed. All the way around my room was a walkway, and I just got more cats. And uh, then they threw up in my ear, and that's when I moved. <laughs> I said, okay, the house is yours, the bed's yours. I, that was enough for me. I yeah. That. yeah. I don't that blame it. you. It's bad enough yeah. to step on it in the middle of the night, but to have yeah. it actually land on you, no. <laughs> straight up, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Oh, you're a hoot. Well, I hope you get that house soon. And I encourage everybody to go to Facebook, check out Cat House on the Kings, like the page, donate what you can. And you people in Fresno, be on the lookout for uh, adoption events at Putco and see if you can foster a few kittens so they are ready for their forever homes. It's been such a pleasure having you. I love your website. I will, I will do what I can to help you guys, too. All right. And if you're ever in town, we have a guest room. <gasps> spend a week with us. Oh, my gosh. I would love that. As soon as travel is possible again, well, I, I definitely allow, will. Yeah, we allow people. I guess the airplane ride might not be so much fun, but right. we do allow people. I know my co-host, uh, Linda Hall, I know she and I would both love to do that and you know, spend some time with you and the kittens oh, and help out. You would have fun because you have the property 24 hours. So you can go in the middle of the night. You can go early four in the morning. You go and the cats will follow you wherever you go. I love it. I love it. That's my version of heaven. When I die, if that's what heaven is like, I'll be happy. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Lene. As always, I want to thank my executive producer, Mark Winter. And we continue to wish Linda Hall and her family well as they recover from COVID-19. And everybody, don't forget, every day is a counter day. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.